0: So it is time for the Jedi order to end. Time it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for you to look past a pile of old books, mm-hmm. the sacred Jedi texts. Oh, read them? Have you? Well, I page turners. They were not. Yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Hmm. Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Here, here. Ah. Hmm. The need in front of your nose. Hmm. I was weak. Lost Ben Solo, you did. Lose Ray we must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, hmm. But weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is... Luke, we are what they grow beyond, that is the true burden of all masters.
1: everyone and welcome to smoking and drinking in space this is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi and this week we review the final film before the rise of skywalker in exhaustive and exhausting coverage of the skywalker saga it's star wars episode 8 the last jedi but first he's the grouchy old hermit to my scrappy young force user it's crowley how are you doing crowley
2: I am here reviewing this movie under duress and fucking protest the entire, the entire, the, 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 the entirety of this fucking podcast. I am doing, like, I, I, I am publicly saying uh, duress and under protest. I didn't want to watch this movie. I don't want to talk about this fucking movie. Fucking suck it.
1: Duly noted. Don't care. And he's the brooding, <laughs> conflicted bad guy with daddy issues. It's Rob. How are you
3: doing, Rob?
4: Bad guy.
3: Oh man! You're a stripper. Bow, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
3: You'll have to wait till the end of the show. No, I was going uh, like, to say when Jason does the in, outtakes, yeah. and you'll know what we're talking about.
0: Wow,
1: <laughs> wow.
3: Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Oh, who's ready for a pod crawl? Please, let's get let's this shit show do over this. with.
0: We can call it, I don't know, say a pod
2: crawl? The pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Excellent! Insert it deep! Pod crawl! Kind of like a space repository full of information.
5: We learn from the opening wall of text that the New Republic is just as dumb as the Old Republic, maybe even dumber. <laughs> They've been decimated by the First Order, who is now in control of the galaxy once again. The Resistance, which is just the Rebellion with new marketing, is now on the run as the First Order who is about to blow up their super-secret base, wait, did they just remake Empire Strikes Back? Let's yeah, check. Rebellion is evacuating their super-secret base. Check. Force-wielding Orphan is training with a hermit on a backwater planet. Check. High jinks in the Millennium Falcon and a bad hyperdrive force a pit stop in an exotic city. Hmm, um, nope. Face off between Lord Helmet and Force Orphan that leads to the reveal of a family connection. <laughs> No, not that either, though Lord Helmet and Force Orphan have hand sex. Okay, so this isn't a new hope. The Rebels, er, uh, Resistance evacuate the base and manage to take out a large Imperial, uh. First Order Dreadnought in the process. <laughs> However, that cost them a lot in terms of ships and personnel, and they are now only 400 strong in three cruisers and some smaller ships. To top things off, they are running on fumes and it seems that the Order can now track their movements through hyperspace which makes getting the fuck out of Dodge a lot harder. They are now racing to stay just out of range of the Order's cannon fire while they try and figure out their next move and slowly run out of fuel. Meanwhile, on the planet Act 2, Rey has finally convinced Luke Skywalker to learn her in the ways of the Force after she learns from him how to milk giant sea cows and spearfish. He promises her an intro package of three lessons, but she will have to sign up for a full year after that to get more training, but (laughs) it comes with a free robe. Her first lesson is about how the Force is not about picking up rocks, but that's what she ends up doing anyway. The second lesson is a history lesson about how the Jedi Order failed the galaxy and its time has passed. In between trainings, Rey has been communing with Vader Jr. through Force time and is now convinced that he's a good person at heart, just misunderstood, and she can change him. During one late night Force time, they touch tips and get caught by Daddy Luke who literally blows the lid off the place. (laughs) Rey gets upset that he ruined her distant date and insists that he tell her why he doesn't like Vader Jr. by whacking him on the back of his head with her staff. Luke then proceeds to commence to Jedi Lesson Number 3 by handing her ass to her, making her lose her stand-in lightsaber, and was just about to make her fall off a platform when she pulls out a real lightsaber. He tells her the tale of Ben Solo becoming Vader Jr. and she pleads for him to come with her back to the Resistance and help out. He says, nah, I'm washing my hair that day, and she heads off with Chewie to bring VJ back to the light. Luke has had enough of this Jedi bullshit and goes to flambe the Jedi library tree and shows that he is still dealing with his imaginary friend problem as Yoda shows up to light the candle for him and tell him how much of a failure Luke really is. But Yoda assures Luke that it's okay, it's the Jedi way, so suck it up and help out. Back at the fleet, Finn meets Rose and they decide to take a quick weekend vacay at a nearby casino where they wreck the place and bring back a shady character who says he can take down the First Order hyperspace tracker. Meanwhile, the fleet is in chaos. The support ships have run out of fuel, been evacuated and blown up, and Poe hasn't flown around blowing things up in over half an hour and is getting twitchy. He does the only thing that will cure his itching (laughs) mutinies and waits for Finn and Rose to save the day by knocking out the Spidey tracker. However, the best laid plans are still actually plans, and Finn and Rose just winging it doesn't cut the mustard, their slicer betrays them, they get captured and Poe gets stunned. The last Resistance ship evacuates to a nearby planet that isn't found on the maps and houses an old Rebel base while Ray takes an escape pod from the Falcon to make a booty call to VJ. VJ introduces Ray to his boss, who isn't impressed and extracts Luke's location. However, VJ isn't going to let a megalomaniac Butterface keep him from his Tinder date and cuts Snoke in half with Ray's laser sword. The First Order notices the Resistance ships fleeing and starts shooting space fish in the space barrel when the oldest punk rocker turns the Resistance ship around and hyperspaces right through the First Order fleet. This saves the remaining Resistance stragglers who make it to the planet. The First Order come down and bring a housewarming gift of annihilation when Luke appears fresh from the salon with a haircut, trim and dye. He taunts VJ, and they dance around a bit when he reveals that, nope, he wasn't really there. It was all just a force projection. But his distraction bought enough time for Ray and Chewie to load up the survivors and beat feet off the planet. Poe learns a valuable lesson about restraint. Ray stole books from the Jedi library. Luke dies for no reason, just like his mom. And roll the spark of the new rebellion is born credits.
1: All right, so let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, Crowley. You're open to rant. Go for it.
2: Man, this fucking movie is terrible. There is not one goddamn redeeming thing about this fucking movie. The fact that I had to watch it again angers me. Angers me greatly. I tried to find something redeeming in this movie. It is Objectively terrible. It is terrible story writing. The acting's fine, I guess, but if you can get past the shitty story, the social justice warrior bullshit shoved down your throat, and just the fucking absolute idiocy of the fucking rebellion, because that's what they end up calling themselves, right? Like, Godspeed Rebels. I'm a terrible character and I'm sacrificing myself on the altar of terribleness. Godspeed Rebels. And then somebody else fucking calls them rebels later on. It's like, fuck, this is stupid. This is dumb. This is nine. It has nothing to do with the female lead character. I think, uh, you know, when you take away, if if you would have made this where Ray gets actual fucking training, it would have been fine. Same with seven, right? That was our big complaint is that she can close her eyes and fucking matrix Kung Fu and take on a goddamn, you know, somebody who's been trained in the force since he was a kid. She's got no training and she could just do all this bullshit. She gets three lessons from a guy who's doing it half-heartedly. And all of a sudden she is the fucking Jedi. Like She's the hope. She's the one that's going to do this. Like, it, it, And they transferred it from Leia to her. Right? Because Leia was the hope. She was the hope that was going to spark the rebellion. Everybody's going to follow Leia. Jeez, Leia hasn't done shit. She's the hoe. She hasn't done shit. She is the hoe. All she did was fucking have Ben Solo. And I'm not even sure she's the one uh, that, 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 or I'm not even sure that, that Han's the father. We think that it's fucking Luke. So you know, I, I just this movie's objectively bad. It's terrible when you throw in all of the fucking social justice warrior bullshit. Uh, rich people are terrible. Uh, the uh, let's not you know. Oh my god, horse, radi- horse racing is 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 terrible. Uh, just fucking shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up, Ryan Johnson. And then the piece de la resistance is fucking Leia fucking mary poppins through fucking space give me a goddamn break it is the most ridiculous bullshit ever absolutely ridiculous (laughs) number one number one she was out she was out fucking cold right like you you get a blast that does that like you're out you are concussed you're 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 blacked out even in, in space Like I counted, it was 60 seconds. You can live approximately, if you can hold your breath long enough, 90 seconds, right? That's what you could survive in the fucking coldness of space. But after 90 seconds, you're fucked. So I counted, it was about 60. And that's just me kind of just doing it while I'm watching it, because I'm like, this is the dumbest scene ever and I don't really want to watch it. So what can I do? I can count (laughs) and see how long she's out there. It's about 60 seconds. And then she Mary Poppins her way through fucking back in using goddamn the force. But here's the thing. Like it looked like the airlock was the the that door was sealed. Uh just once. So if they open that up, like everyone else should have been sucked out. Well, it could have been a second door there, but I mean, I don't know how, how they built these ships. I mean they're kind of a ragtag bunch of assholes that don't know what the fuck they're doing, obviously.
1: Well here's the Mon Calamari thing. cruiser.
2: Yeah, so here's, the, well, the Mon Calamari, like, in the extended universe, which is so much better than the prequels and these last three movies, uh, the Mon Calamari know their shit. Like, they know how to build stuff. So I'll just assume that, you know, they had the whole all set up so if that, that if the bridge did get fucking blown up, they'd be all right. So I'm just going to assume that that's the case. Uh, but here, here's the thing. When you start the fucking movie off, when you by dressing down the guy who just took down a dreadnought, Like You literally dressed him down. Uh, He's just a fucking fly boy. He's no hero. He's no leader. He's an asshole. He just wants to go out and and blow shit up. And the woman knows better. Like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. He took down a goddamn dreadnought. And he did it for the cause. So you know what? Fuck off. Because you know what? You just had a hero, a woman hero nonetheless, who took down the goddamn dreadnought. Like, just let her have it. There's no reason to dress down Poe, and there's no reason to lose half the fucking, uh, half the fucking squadron. There's no reason for it, other than to set it up to where uh, Poe's an idiot and women know better. Fucking absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? While we're on the subject of women leaders, if Holdo, which I just want to call her Hodor, because <laughs> she's as fucking ridiculous as that goddamn thing, Hodor. Huh. Uh, you Odor know what? We had a reason. If she, yeah, he did. Hodor was awesome. This chick is dumb and stupid, and it's not—I like Laura Dern. Is that her name? Yeah, Laura I Dern. I like her in in, in, in this—I like, think she's a great actress. and I'm not saying that she didn't portray the role well. I think the role, role was poorly written because a leader would have told Poe what the fuck was going on because you know what? If you know Poe is such a fucking flyboy and he's just going to go take matters into his own hands as we just established in the beginning of the goddamn movie, if you're a fucking good leader, you'd be like, so, hey, Poe, this is what we're going to do. Instead of making it this big top secret thing, it's shitty story writing. It's shitty story writing to try to get this character to develop through through this movie and develop from from me, man, me make fire to I'm an enlightened beta male that will be a fucking cuck one day. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing ever. From start to finish, this movie pisses me off. Ryan Johnson, you are now firmly in the same fucking category as fucking Dave Filoni and Freddie Prince Jr. If I see you on the street, Crowley will kick you in the nuts. And he will do it not just for himself, but he will do it for every Star Wars fan that had to fucking sit through that fucking bullshit and had to do it more than once. Fucking shit. It is literally, it is objectively terrible. Bingo. It is hard. T- it is tied, tied for the worst movie in Star Wars with episode two. And I didn't think anything could get worse than sand is bad. It gets everywhere, it's in every crevice. I can't get away from it. It is just as bad as that. So, congratulations, Ryan Johnson. You have done the impossible. Fuck nut.
1: Okay, so everybody check your bingo cards and let me know if you've got a bingo. You can write us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com or you can uh, touch base with us on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord. Um, let me know if you got a bingo. I got a bingo here. Rob, how about you?
3: Uh, yeah, I got a bingo a long time ago. All right. I hate you both. <laughs> I hate you both so fucking yeah, much. You were, go- you were gone when we decided about this.
2: Well, I figured. I figured.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. So I agree with some of your points. I disagree with with others. Um, first, I disagree with the dressing down of Poe. Leia was not wrong whenever she said Poe was was brash in his decision to f- push forward with the attack. Um, they are they are basically the rebellion at this point. the The last movie, whenever they fired the planet killer, they took out the. Uh, new Republic Senate. The new Republic is no longer. So the, the first order is the basically the, the government in charge now, and they are resuming their rebellion against the first order, trying to rebuild or establish, you know, something. We, we really don't know what at this point, I guess, a new new Republic But again, the New Republic was dumb. They didn't have a standing military force because I actually had to look into other ancillary material to figure out what in the fuck the the whole resistance movement was. And it was a, a private military force that was started by Leia because the Republic dismantled their military like a moron. They knew that the Empire was still around. They had made some kind of peace agreement with the Empire and knew that they were they were hanging out they they were still a threat but they discounted that threat and then the empire morphed into the first order the first order started building up arms and fleets and then started basically just ignoring the the treaty that they had made with the new republic started attacking worlds and then leia created the resistance to kind of fight back because the republic wasn't going to do it fucking stupid they should have learned from the previous Republic that started the whole fucking Galactic Civil War in the first place. I don't like that that story thread. But she wasn't wrong. Poe pushed an attack that he shouldn't have pushed. They lost a lot of fleet and material and, and personal or personnel in that attack. And they are much, much weaker because of it. You, okay, cannot, you cannot push not- a front like that against a superior force.
2: You you have to go guerrilla tactics. I don't, I don't disagree, but guerrilla tactics do not include taunting General Huxley, who in this movie went from what he was supposed to be in seven, which was what, like a general Tarkin type. Like he knew his stuff. He wasn't, they didn't make fun of him. They didn't make him look like an idiot in seven. Right. In eight, they make him look like a fucking moron.
1: Right. Yeah. He was kind of a different character. He was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so, so you don't, you don't do that. You don't fly up and go, I'm holding for general hugs because if I'm general hugs, I'm just going to blow you out of the sky because here's the thing. The whole, the whole thing was, well, no, Leia's got an important communique for him, right? It didn't matter what she had to say because Snoke had said, let's just kill them, which was the directive. Just wipe them out. No mercy, nor quarter. Right. And guess what? He didn't do that. He was like, oh, you're holding for hugs. It's Huxley, you asshole. Like, uh, you know, can you hear me? Why can't you hear me? Like, can you hear me now? They had the Verizon guy up there. It was fucking it dumb. It was dumb. And so if you want him to learn from that, right, if you want him to learn from not pressing the attack and use guerrilla warfare, fine, fantastic. I'm all for it. But then you don't withhold information. You want to demote him? Fine. Demote him. But you pushed him storytelling wise to do what he did, which was start a mutiny.
1: I agree. I agree. That part was was dumb. dumb. Holdo or Holdo Holden should have told him the plan. I mean, he was, he was still one of the executive officers on the ship. He was, he was one of the inner circle. They probably would have known what the main plan was. Anyway, you're, you're, they're not, they're not going to hold that to one or two different people because then they're going to need to coordinate efforts across the ship. Him included.
2: Right. It, it was silly. It was dumb and it was done. Of, in my opinion, you can disagree with why they did it. They did it for a social justice warrior reason where women are smarter. Uh, uh, I don't know, agree de- with defer that. To I, the women. I know sh- you don't see that. I'm telling you that's exactly what it is. I'm telling you that's what it was because that's what Kathleen Kennedy wants. And that's what Kathleen Kennedy got. Kathleen Kennedy is, a, is objectively a moron.
1: Uh, I, I still think you're reading dumb. into that.
2: OK, well, maybe. Maybe I'm the moron, but I don't think so.
1: Now, I will give you the Casino Planet story thread as kind of trying to make a point against uh war that w- that profiteering
3: was, and rich people.
2: That was yeah, the 1%. And, this is how the 1% it was, live.
3: And it was also for Peta.
2: And Peta, oh, it's absolutely I, you know, you don't fucking there's no reason to ride a horse. There's no reason to to break a horse. There's no reason. These are the same people. It just drives me nuts. These are the same people who are like, "Oh, you can't drive a car because because of your carbon footprint." But you know what? You can't you know, let's not let's not break horses either. Just everybody walk where you want to go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I will I will
1: give you that they were they were trying to send a message. It was ham-handed, ham heavy-fisted, whatever you want to call it. I didn't really even like that story thread to begin with. Where Finn and Rose go off to try and save the day. But I think that kind of follows along with what Ryan Johnson was trying to do, but just didn't execute very well.
2: I think what was he was he trying to do a shitty movie because, congratulations, like he nailed it. No,
1: no, I don't think oh. that's the case. What I think Ryan Johnson was trying to do was trying to take all of the old tropes of previous Star Wars movies and turn them on their head. I think what he was trying to do was saying no, things don't always work out in the end for the good guys. Sometimes they take losses, sometimes they take uh setbacks, and sometimes their plans don't go as they should. They're
2: you mean like being in Cloud City and losing a hand and Han Solo getting frozen in carbonite and and then like ending a movie on on that note? Yeah, but Okay cuz that's what they did with that movie that. and they did it very well. They did. This this movie they didn't do that at all cuz it ended on a yeah we're we're like we're all here
1: well, I mean, they weren't all there.
2: They they had four hundred <laughs> people. Dude, it
3: ended it ended with
2: a shot. Okay, but,
4: okay and but here's was the thing. Like yeah, hopeful. That's and exactly
2: helpful. it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it ended with Empire a group ended, shot with
1: what a couple dozen people out of four well, hundred. Miss,
2: you're missing the. I think you're missing the point. You're missing the forest for the trees here. So, we we have talked about how in these movies, and we can go back to the prequels. Uh, the uh, they don't matter. Like that like even the Jedi said they're doing their job now you go do yours. We don't we don't go to the movies to watch to watch red shirts die. Like let's put it in Star Trek terms, right? We don't go to the movies to watch red shirts die. We go to the movies to see if the heroes are going to die. And if you if you get us invested like I didn't care that H- Hodor died.
3: Or whatever. You didn't know anything was. about her. I mean she Yeah, was, I
2: was not she, invested in she that came character. She nowhere. came in, she was an absolute idiot, and she was an asshole to Poe. So guess what? Like I'm happy you died. Like I'm not invested in you as a character. I think your character is shit. I think your character is put there for, for a specific purpose and, and serves no point to the story other than to frustrate Poe. I'm invested in Poe. I'm not invested in Hodor. Okay. So nobody that you're invested in except Luke Skywalker dies. And the only saving grace about Luke Skywalker dying is at least he didn't die of a fucking broken heart. No, he just... Kylo, I can't go
1: where you're going.
2: You're <laughs> going down a path I can't follow. I can't Why did follow- he
1: die? No,
2: I don't understand but that. He, uh, nobody he, does. It's, he,
1: he exerted died. himself yeah, from he exertion. Over- but yeah. he didn't die;
2: he faded away. And Here's the other he thing: he gave about that in whole into thing.
3: the Force.
2: That whole scene where he fucking astral projects himself across the fucking galaxy to have a non-existent battle, right? Like if you can do that, and then it's just doing that. It, it, number one, like that goes to his power. That goes to his power. That goes to what he's capable of as a mm. Jedi Master. Number not one. only number can two, he astral
3: it, project. He can do physics.
2: <laughs> yeah, he can do physical things while astral projecting. Yeah. Uh, the other Lapping thing is, what is physical wind? thing
3: did he do? He was Dude, blocking, his, lightsabers his, with the blocking lightsabers with a non-existent lightsaber. He was yeah. he didn't he block the a lightsaber. Was, yeah, yeah well, during their battle, absolutely. No, he dodged he gave, lightsabers. He gave he gave dice
1: to and they Leia. faded away at the end of the movie.
2: Okay, but he still. But they were obviously they thought they were real, right? I mean, she's holding him in his in her hands. So she's also Force user that's been trained
1: in the Force. So okay, but immediately whenever he went to kiss her on the forehead, she knew that he wasn't there. I mean, you can see it in her face. I'm not disagreeing with that.
2: He knew, yeah. And whenever she
1: handed the die, or he handed her the dice, all she could see was the projection. She probably couldn't even feel the dice were there.
2: Okay, but Kylo picks them up.
1: Well, he picks up a projection of dice. No, how do you pick up doesn't. a projection? That was a I'm just, physical I'm just, thing. I'm just
2: curious how you pick up a projection. He was already dead. Like that's all I'm saying is I, how do you pick that? How, how do you it's pick the that force up? man? No, not, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm okay. I'm I'm okay suspending. I uh, okay. believe. But here's the thing. Ryan. So so he dies. But him doing that, like this, is what everybody wanted. This is what the fans wanted. They wanted to see Master Skywalker in battle. And then Ryan Johnson gave it to us, and then took it away. That is, that, that is trolling the fans on purpose for the sole reason to only troll the fans. Because, and I'll explain that here in a second. Because if, if they knew that Carrie Fisher was going to pass away.
3: Oh, they would have had her die.
2: They would have had her die instead of Mary Poppinsing back in. And Luke would still live. Which means we would eventually get that battle. But actually, he, yeah, it, nobody so thought nobody died. nobody thought that. And so he did this on purpose because he's like, oh, I'll give Oh, the fans want to see Luke Skywalker. Sure. I'll give you Luke Skywalker. But it's not really Luke Skywalker. It'll be his astral projection. Luke Skywalker.
1: And you knew that it was a projection. I mean, if you looked closely because he had shorter, okay, brown hair, he didn't theater, have the gray. I, you're
2: right. I hey, don't I, look, know. He I understand that. The- but here's the thing. He could have gotten this, a They do this trope in movies all the, the time where gosh. the character, like he's an old hermit, right? Oh, and 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 now Ray has turned him. And so now he's gonna get a haircut and a shave. <laughs> he's gonna look nice. He's gonna show up. I, this is what they do in movies. It, so this it, it's not unheard of for that to happen. And yeah, if you think about it, if you look at the movie and you're thinking about it objectively and you're not getting lost in the story and you're not trying to, you know, get invested in, in what's going on. Yeah. You absolutely see that. But when you're in the theater yeah, yeah. and you're Did you watching know he it was for a the, first time, the first time, I have yeah. no idea it was a projection. No, I knew it wasn't film
1: because whenever in the theater, I looked at him I was like, that's that he looks different. His, his hair is shorter and he doesn't have gray in his beard and hair. So I figured he wasn't there. Because they had already shown, they would already foreshadowed force projection between Ray and Kylo through the entire fucking oh, movie. Oh
2: Jesus Christ! Let's let, do. You want to go there? No, Fuck we will. Me. We
1: will. We'll get there. But I mean, I still don't understand why Luke had to die. <laughs> I mean, I can understand I that force projection was very exhausting. I could even see him passing out from it. But why did he I, have but, to fucking die? Was that just so, to get that fucking twin sun scene that that no. kind of uh, mirrored what happened on Tatooine when all because this started?
2: Because Leia was supposed to be the last Jedi. They've said this. This, is, this yeah. is out there. Leia was supposed to be the last Jedi. Really? That's why they the did la- this.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
2: That's the only the, reason. You it know, was if supposed she to be away Leia.
3: Before, yeah, she had passed away before the movie came out. She, would yeah. have, she wouldn't have married Poppins. She would have died there. And then, and then that would have been the catalyst... For, for Luke to, to for Luke to, to come back. Yep. Um. And for and, and
2: face the Emperor. Right. The, it, it, here's the thing. I mean, if we want to kind of like talk about real quick, just what we think Nine's going to be. I, I mean, want to do that. I like, want to
1: do that towards the end.
2: Okay. So, but that would be the battle everybody wants is Luke versus the Emperor. And instead, now we're not. We're, we're we can't have that because Oh no, Ryan we still Johnson can. Pigeonholed them into this. He's if you want Luke back. to die, if you want Luke to die, baby. You have him die because here's what they were doing, right? They were making Luke Yoda. Like he's just a crazy old man like like Yoda was right. crazy. Remember Yoda, you know, fucking seagulls? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they were making him the crazy old man, which I didn't – when I think about it, I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is everything that kind of surrounded it and him dying. What they should have done is in the next movie, they wanted him to die. He dies the way Yoda died, dies after training Ray. Like legit training Ray, And instead, what we're left with is we're left with a character that was already ancillary, Luke Skywalker. He was ancillary to this story. We didn't see him at all except for, what, a cameo in Episode 7. Right. And in this one, we see a version of Luke Skywalker that none of us could have ever imagined.
1: Yeah, I want to get into what in the fuck happened to Luke. I mean, this isn't the Luke that we see from the original trilogy. So, I understand... Well, no. Actually, let me let me rephrase that. I don't understand why he was so afraid of this darkness that he saw in Ben. Because he was afraid that Ben would become like Vader. He didn't know Vader all that well. I mean, he, he actually turned Vader back from the dark side. So, it's not like he was oppressed by Vader over this long period of time and, and should fear Vader's power, he he stood up to Vader and eventually conquered over both Vader and the Emperor by standing up to him. So I don't see how he was going to strike Ben down because of this growing darkness that, that he saw in him. I think he, character-wise, would have focused his efforts on shutting Snoke out from Ben and and rehabilitating Ben,
2: yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I In think fact, he I think tr- he would have tried
1: to teach him. I would think he would have started looking for Snoke because that would have been the real threat that he would have looked for. I don't think he would have gone into Hermitage. I don't think he would have tried
2: to strike down his nephew. It just doesn't fit his character. Well, and it doesn't make sense if Snoke wanted Luke, right? if that's because that's what he wanted he's like i want to know where luke is that's what the whole fucking thing is and so if he wanted luke why was he trying to get luke through kylo like i can get it from a villain perspective i guess like you want to turn kylo but don't (laughs) if you're gonna turn kylo do it silently not not so overtly and then then you can swoop in and get Luke for whatever reason you have Luke. Now we now because Snoke's dead, we don't know why he wanted Luke.
1: Well, and Snoke was half baked anyway. I mean he was just he was dressing. He was there to move the leader. plot along whenever it needed it. I don't get Snoke at all. He didn't show we me saw shit.
2: Snoke, we saw Snoke the same amount we saw Luke. Think about that. In in both of these movies. Snoke got the same amount of of, of airtime, screen time if you will. Yeah, well, he
1: probably got a little more screen time in the first movie cuz he actually did have yeah. a talking sequence with with Kylo in the first movie.
2: And they both died. You they they were both very useless to the story.
1: Yeah, I'll agree with that.
2: Like it's just I, I it's not so much that they're shitting on these characters that I grew up with, right? Like, I don't care they killed Han Solo. I think we all saw that coming.
1: I think that I, was actually I, I, a good I, plot device.
2: Yeah, I do too. But I don't I don't see how killing Luke it makes any sense. I don't see how shitting on the character of Luke makes any sense. Uh, from a story perspective, I don't see it. Not from a nostalgia perspective, not from a Luke, this this isn't how Luke would act. It's from a story perspective, this isn't how Luke would act. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't
1: fit his character.
2: No, that's Ryan Johnson being a terrible, terrible person. And he should feel genuinely bad about this movie. If he doesn't apologize to the fans before he passes, uh, I do believe there's a special level of hell for him.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Rob, what are your thoughts? So, watching this... um I kind of I kind of figured out the problem. The problem is I think Ryan was trying to do Guardians of the Galaxy, his version <laughs> of Guardians of the Galaxy. As far as no no no, as far as not taking itself too seriously all the time because you know in Guardians of the Galaxy there's a lot of you know one-liners and things like that and that's uh, watching this this is what I that is what I saw all the time it was like oh there's another one-liner oh there's no why the hell is this supposed to be funny right why why are we trying to be lighthearted about this this is stupid you know that I saw it throughout the entire thing and I'm like oh my god this is like his version of Guardians of the Galaxy or or some other movie that like you know Deadpool, you know, Deadpool was serious but funny, right? I mean, it it was f- on purpose. He was trying. Well, was to it be irreverent? funny?
2: I don't know if it was right, but but comedy that's per se. But it was just no, in no, the no, 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 no.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying comedy, but I'm, I'm saying lighthearted. Um, trying, you know, you know. Okay, like the whole the whole. Oh hey, my lightsaber! I'm gonna throw it over the cliff. That's fucking stupid, dude! Everybody in the stupid. theater laughed at that. Yeah, that that is, and that's not everybody the right in the thing.
2: theater. La- I because I remember thinking, why are you all laughing at this?
3: And, and and if anything, if anything, I understand he doesn't want it. The dude drops it on the ground and walks off. Not chunks it over. His, looks at it and then chunks it behind him and walks off. That that's, that's stupid, especially for a Jedi
2: who who, who is a teacher, right? right? Instead, from a teaching perspective, from a teacher's perspective, you would explain. To the student, why they're not going to be your student. You're not just going to walk away and throw a deadly weapon over the cliff. You're just not, you would give it back to him and go, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this. And here's why I'm not going to do it. Thanks for playing. Now go back to where you came from. Instead we get the, Oh, ha ha ha. He just walked away. And now, and literally you see this confusion on Ray, which is the confusion of everybody in the theater And she's like, well, wait, wait, where are you going? Why aren't you training me? You're the only hope. And that's when the teacher should have been, no, I'm not the only hope. You, you know, because, look, you came here. You came this far. You're the only hope. Now go figure it out because I'm not teaching you because last time I taught somebody, they created the Knights of Ren, which we keep hearing
1: about. And never see. And never see. Yeah, we get a brief glimpse glimpse of them in this movie. in the background.
2: I, I, from everything I've heard, they'll be in the next movie. But
1: yeah, yeah, we've seen that in the trailers, or supposedly in the trailers.
2: We've also supposedly seen Dark Ray in the trailer. And I swear to God, if we get if we get uh, Raylo, I'm out. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I will walk out of the theater. And when we were when we review the movie, uh, uh, it, it will not be a pleasant review. It will be as uncomfortable uh, as the previous rant. All right, so
1: my question now, this is the Skywalker saga, right? These, these three movies? We have seen hardly any Skywalker in these movies.
2: No, the nine. All, all, all nine of them are the Skywalker saga.
1: Well, yeah. But, I mean, these last three movies, we've, we've seen hardly any Skywalker. Not only that, but the next movie is, going, is called The Rise of Skywalker, what do you think that means? Lucas coming
3: well, back because Carrie Fisher died. Because uh. Carrie Fisher's
2: dead. No, I think that it means that, like, I mean, like, it, like, I just George teleported. Lucas, like George Lucas, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams had no fucking idea what they were doing when they started Seven. Dude, no, didn't I, just, know, I just figured it out. They didn't know out. where the story was going to go. They had, they had no idea how it was going to end. They just knew that these movies are a tough nut to crack because we don't have anything to go off of.
3: And I just figured out how they're going to do it. All right, so so Luke didn't disappear. J.J. Abrams came back, which means Star Wars and Star Trek are in the same universe, so it was oh, a for teleporter. God damn it. He got beamed up to the <laughs> no, Enterprise. The no Enterprise answer. is going there's to no come not in how it. this works, Rob. I'm going to take out no whatever, answer, ship, there, whatever ship that uh, Palpatine is sitting on. Klingon, uh cruiser, probably a Romulan or something. lightsaber light Romulan batlith.
2: Are... I'm all for a lightsaber Batleth.
3: Oh, dude, dude! I want to see. I want to see. Just, uh, what would that be? That would be like it'd be curved, and then it'd have like four lightsabers coming out of it.
2: Uh, you know what? They they made like fucking Kylo Ren's lightsaber stupid, so they can make uh, a stupid <laughs> lightsaber <laughs> it's stupid.
3: It's not stupid. It's
1: a unique design. It's kind of cool. Yeah.
2: Dude, do you know how, look, okay, I'm just going to, there's, so, so wait a minute. What are the two little pointy things that come out at the end?
3: Cross guards. Yeah, that's cross cross guard.
2: Cross guard. You know how many times he's probably cut himself on those fucking cross guards?
1: Well, burned himself, but yeah. Whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean. It's not, it's it's not practical. It's self-teaching. Oh, wow. Is that why the lights? Is that why the lightsaber is all overpowered and stupid? Like, is Luke a, and Snoke are they both really just shitty teachers? Is that what this movie's about? Like well, no, everything I'm, you know I'm saying is shitty. That the
1: cross guard will teach him real quick to avoid the cross oh, guard.
2: I see what you're saying. Okay, sounds like shitty teaching. <clears throat>
1: all right. So, any final thoughts before we give? I, I want to move on to what we expect <sighs> for for the next show.
2: Why? Because this movie's that bad, or you just like, no, we've gotta stop. Talking I think, I think about we've this beaten movie. on
3: it enough. It's it's I, I think I if don't we think don't we we move on, we're just gonna get another rant from Christ. I might have an It's, anger,
1: it's not it? a great movie. I would place it above the prequels, but probably really? at the bottom of uh, everything else.
2: No. No, this is as bad as two.
1: No, it's not the, the, nearly it, that name
2: bad. Name one redeeming thing about this movie. Story wise Uh, or hyperspacing
1: through the fucking first order fleet.
3: That was was a brilliant
2: move. That
3: was badass. Yeah. That was the only bad. That was the only brilliant move. she Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, But she didn't want to tell anybody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was still a brilliant move, (sighs) but it just doesn't make sense how you can have a brilliant, uh, whatever. I don't want to rehash it. Stupid character. Fucking whatever. Let's whatever. I don't care. This movie's dumb. Don't watch this movie. You haven't seen this movie. Don't watch it. Just just don't pretend that it doesn't happen because you know what? That's what I'm doing.
1: So what do you expect out of the next movie? What do you think is going to happen?
2: I, I have low expectations. I have super low expectations. I've tried to stay away from spoilers like I did with this one, uh, but my expectations are still super low. I think Ryan Johnson really painted them in a corner Uh, they, they can, (laughs) like, there's only certain things that I think they could do to make this movie good. And I don't think they're going to going to do them if they stay away from the social justice warrior bullshit, or at least the heavy handedness of it, uh, it might have a chance. Uh, but who's training Ray force ghost Luke. Like this movie needs to take place in like five years, five to six, maybe 10 years, uh, after, after episode non-existent eight. Like that's when it needs to take place because you need to give some time for Ray to develop into it. And then what is fucking Kylo the supreme leader now? Like what?
1: Yeah, that's what they established in this movie.
2: Is Huxley going to be fucking neutered like he was in eight? Or are they going to are they going to give him his balls back? Because I thought he was a great character in seven. He was. He I was the
1: it, he was the counter to Kylo. He was yeah. He was basically on, on pretty equal footing underneath snow
2: snow. I, I, I don't see they're going to, I don't see that they're going to do that. I don't think that they can, like, how can you make him all Well, you were just an idiot for like three months? And and then when he, when, when you got force pushed into the side of the ATAT, like that, knock something loose. And now you're back to the way you were. I now, mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, so he's neutered. Phasma's dead. Uh, uh, like, it would be great if Phasma comes back because I think their whole point with Phasma to begin with was she's going to be the, the Boba Fett type, you know, with the cool armor and very mysterious. And I have a whole lot of speaking lines and she's just going to be in charge of the stormtroopers. And, and oh, well, and, then if and, she's
1: like Boba Fett mission accomplished because Boba Fett is the most right. useless bounty hunter in the universe.
2: But that's just it. So is she coming back? Because I feel like if she's not coming back, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that's dumb. So you've got to bring her back, but now you've got to bring her back in a way that makes sense, and she can come back disfigured, but she's going to lose, right? Or is she? I don't fucking know what they're going to do with but this fucking movie. why would they movie.
1: bring her back? They didn't bring Boba Fett back.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. So why was she even in the first movie? I don't get it. I don't. The why second was Boba movie movie so much of the first movie. Yeah, but Boba Fett's fucking cool, man. No, he's not. He had a jetpack. He had a jetpack. Oh, look, I have a real problem with how he died in Return of the Jedi. Like I have a real problem with it. Well, the problem is he's useless. He sucks. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? So is eight. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I. 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 What I'm expecting is I have low expectations. I. I don't think they're going to utilize Palpatine. I think they're going to fucking make him stupid. I mean, if, if everything that I that we talked about didn't we talk about this on on an episode? And if not, you can edit it out where we talked about uh, some of the like the, the the rumor was there were three cuts. Of the movie, the yeah. first cut, which scored super low, was the cut where Ray just wipes the floor with him, which would no. be on par with everything we saw in 7 and 8. I don't think we talked like, about that. Like, she's OP, and everybody in the theater laughed, and it scored the lowest out of the three cuts. And then there's the second cut where uh, the uh, Bob Iger said, no, we're going to change some things, and it's going to end differently, and that one got like a 60-something and then they had George Lucas come in and write the third act, and his got like an eighty-four.
1: Yeah, and again, I think all that's bullshit. I'm pretty sure that's that's a big fucking. I, I hope,
2: I hope that it's bullshit. fantasy
1: that somebody came up with some kind of George Lucas fan wet dream, and it's <laughs> dude, total bullshit. I, I don't. I
2: don't but that's just it. If if George Lucas has scored the highest, I don't have any faith in George Lucas's bullshit either because of the prequels. I just I. I I have no expectations of nine. Eight has literally ruined Star Wars for me. Cause I'll be honest. If I wasn't doing this podcast with you two, I would wait and watch it on fucking Disney plus. I would not spend money to go to the theater and watch it because I, Star Wars is dead for me. I am a fan of four or five and six. I can stomach one and three. I like seven, but two and eight and parts of three, fucking have ruined this this series for me what about Absolutely the Mandalorian it. the Mandalorian's okay but I mean when you talk about what what's geared towards kids the Mandalorian is geared towards kids
1: it's, it is yeah it's, it's geared towards probably yeah adolescents.
2: it's 30 minutes it's got a cute little Yoda in it spoiler uh it, it there's there's not really there's not a lot of like the first episode, the pilot, right? There, that's the most violence when somebody gets cut in half, right? But they don't even show that. They just no,
1: they just show the imp- part yeah, of the corpse it. kind of falling. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I, you know, it's very much geared towards kids. There's not like the Mandalorian doesn't talk a lot, but when you when you think about it that way, and you think about like I think Rogue One, and the Mandalorian, are the best things that Star Wars has put out since 1980. I don't think this movie will change that you think Kenobi's gonna be any good I hope I I, I really hope I do I I the fanboy in me really wants nine to be good it wants the Mandalorian to be a little bit more adult and it wants Kenobi to be what we want but what I've learned from Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy is that when they give us what we want, it's done in a way that it's not really what we wanted. Oh, you want Luke fighting and being Master Jedi? Cool, we're going to give it to you, but mm, not really. We're going to troll the shit out of you. Because, again, like I said in the last episode when you guys couldn't hear me, all these people that sit in a room with their head up their ass, they all think they know better than the fans. And that's why they don't pull from the EU. It's because they think they know better. And you get guys like Dave Filoni and fucking Freddie Prince Jr., And they talk down to us as fans because you don't know what you want. We know what you want. And we're going to give it to you because we know everything. We were taught by the maker himself, George fucking Lucas. Great. Fantastic. Can I please show you episode two? (laughs) The fucking maker doesn't know what he's doing. You assholes certainly don't. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff in the EU that's bad. And there's a whole bunch of stuff in the EU that's good. And you know what? You can pick and choose what you want to use and what you don't want to use. So not to fucking quote another franchise but choose fucking wisely.
1: Rob, what are your thoughts on the next movie?
3: I don't know. I really don't know. I don't I don't want to speculate. Uh, I I have I have actively other than watching the trailers, I have actively stayed away from any you know, ooh, this happened in the background, behind-the-scenes stuff or any speculation type stuff. I just want to go watch it and figure it out from there. Um, I think they have painted themselves into a pretty shitty corner. Um, I'm sorry. Ryan has painted Star Wars into a very shitty corner. Um, I think they need to get done with it and bring uh bring in John Favreau as the Kevin Feige and take care of shit because well, they're bringing in Kevin Feige to do some of this too to do something yes but i don't think i don't think feige is going to be feige for star wars i think okay, feige but- is coming in to do something and that's yeah. it they need they need somebody like feige and I think Favreau would be just just based off of watching the they Mandalorian. need a master planner. Yes, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I can see how it's sort of trying to hit the younger audience, not kids, but a younger audience. Um, but it is better than what we yeah. we got from Ryan. The story is um, tight. The the story is very tight, and and if anything, um, Favreau knows how to keep a story nice and tight. Well,
2: um, I, I mean, I, Kathleen Kennedy has to go. Uh, I, hey, her I, contracts
4: up
3: on
2: the twenty first. She she, she has to
3: go. Yeah, her contracts up in twi- uh, 2021.
2: 2021. Yeah, she is she is, she's not good at this. She's not. She's she's done. she's, she's got to go. She has ruined it. She has, she has, she, her fingers in all of it, and we need a Kevin Feige is what is what Star Wars needs. I, I don't think it will get it, uh, and, and I swear to Christ if they make Dave Filoni that, I'm out, I'm out. Like I will, I, I will be done with Star Wars. I won't watch any more movies. I won't buy any of their merchandise. I'll still go to Galaxy's Edge at Disney World because that sounds like it's going to be amazing.
1: It's so much fun.
2: Right. So I'll do that. And I'll give them money that way because I think Walt Disney World as as a whole is fantastic. But I, I I like I'd be done with the franchise. I I won't watch any more movies. I won't buy any more uh, you know merchandise. I won't I won't support it. I just won't. It's already hard enough, and and, and I'm I'm just I, in a moment of honesty here. It's already hard enough for me to get past some of the things that some of the actors say. I'm looking at you, Mark Hamill. It's oh, hard. Shit. What did it's Mark hard Hamill enough do for me. It's it, just some of the things that he says on Twitter and how he interacts with people and how he interacts with people that he doesn't agree with or that don't agree with him on things that Star Wars or otherwise. I have a real problem with it. I have a real problem with how Kathleen Kennedy acts. I have a real problem with the way Dave Filoni acts. I have a real problem with some of the way these folks act and how they don't. Like, they, 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 somehow they think they're the keepers of the Star Wars culture. They're the keepers of the lore. They're not. The fans are. And you're supposed to make a movie. You're supposed to make a story. You're supposed to make it uh, entertaining for everybody. And you're supposed to try to find a way. Look, we're all human. We're all going to fail. I get it. But, man, own up to it. Like, seriously, I, I I say it jokingly, but, like, episode nine should really open up with fucking Luke Skywalker waking up and going, God damn, that was a fucking terrible nightmare. <laughs> like, Star Wars Dallas out. edition. Star Wars fucking Dallas. Absolutely. Like, he can be J.R. Ewing. I don't care. Wake up. And then fucking Poe comes in and he's like uh, General Skywalker. Yeah, uh, your sister just died. Fortunately, though, your, your son and daughter are still alive. Bazinga! Hmm. Because you know Leia. What do you guys
3: Black think hair. of bringing Palpatine back? It depends on how they how they uh, approach it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean,
1: we we talked about how it was safe to basically recreate a new hope for uh, the Force Awakens. Are they because of or maybe this was the plan all along? Because of Ryan Johnson's uh, diversion. Kind of where they were going uh during the the last Jedi, or this might have been the plan do you think it's playing it safe bringing the emperor back
3: i I think we never really saw him die
1: no you're right we saw him go down an exhaust chute or whatever that was and we mm-hmm. saw a bunch of blue flame fly up after that, but we didn't actually see the body we didn't see him die
3: yeah he could have he could have uh luke looked his way out.
2: Uh, Cloud City Yeah Yeah. I think I I don't think it's playing it safe I I honestly think that this is Damage control I think they saw 8 was so Divisive and when I say Divisive I mean the majority of Star Wars fans Are like this is shit
1: So you don't think think this this was in the plan
2: No I don't I think they went How do we save this How do we save this And the answer is you bring back the most popular character, which is Vader. Palpatine. Nah, it's Palpatine. You can't bring Vader back. True. You can bring Palpatine back, and now you can bring Luke back, but you have to bring Luke back as a Force ghost, and so he can't fight the battle. Like I don't mind how this is set up if they if they execute it correctly, where Luke now has to take time in death to train to properly train Ray. But that's not what's going to happen. That's just not what's going to happen. This is, this is, uh, I'm telling you that Ray, this is, this is, I think Ray is going to end up being the child of the emperor.
1: I was just about to ask, do you think Ray's parents really were just junkers that traded her for beer money?
2: She was, she was scurried away. This is, this is, I haven't read any spoilers. This is all just my mind. It's probably way off. I have a feeling that Rey is the child of the Emperor. They scurried her away so that when 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 the New Republic was taking over, she wouldn't be killed. And well, so she would
1: have been conceived after he got mm-hmm. thrown down the chute. Then, because she's not old Maybe. enough to be
2: i don't but His that's just it. i don't know daughter I, I, this before is he what, died or
1: supposedly is all died. what
2: another 18 years 20 years 30 i don't know when how like how the, what, do we know what the time period is between
1: I uh, it's a long six and seven it's, it's longer than 18 years maybe i mean shit well, then maybe she's a clone and everybody's fucking in their 50s or 60s at this point
2: i know but what were they what were they then
1: uh, they were older and than Return 18 of the they were was 30s been, no they were still in their 20s
3: uh so the 30 years after the galactic civil war the first order has risen
2: yeah okay so this is 30 okay so 30 years yeah so she's probably not she's not but i'm saying she's related to the emperor in some way i think that that's that's it could that's be a test case. tube baby i don't could think be. the emperor i think the
1: they, i think the you Emperor's know maybe, a force ghost Maybe he made a deposit someplace and they had it <laughs> on, he, on ice. Maybe
3: he splooged on a on a, vi- a vibrator and uh, oh just waited God. for somebody to buy it and <laughs> they went that way.
2: I, they took his genetic material and they made her. I think that he's a forest ghost. Uh, I She's don't,
3: another I, vibrator baby. I mean, they did it in I the just, first one.
2: You know what? As ridiculous as that is, that would be a better movie than I think we're going to get. Also, I think I've seen that movie on Pornhub.
1: Well, Rob would know. So, uh,
3: I prefer, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would yeah. know.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right, Crowley, my question to you Star Wars, The Last Jedi, is it more sci fi than eleven twenty-two 63?
2: All right, so I'm going to take a little bit of a detour here. Mary Poppins. More sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three, because she can fly with an umbrella, and nobody flew in fucking eleven twenty-two sixty-three. So, ergo, if Mary Poppins is more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three, then obviously Star Wars Episode Eight, fucking Ryan Johnson ejaculating and shitting all over, is more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three, because Mary Poppins was in motherfucking space. You're such a dork. <laughs> who's got awards? Oh, I have, yep. I, dude. I got, all, I got awards coming out of my ass. Oh, I
1: can't wait, Rob. Oh. Who's got your uh, black lung? The Jedi tree. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Crowley. Phasma. Yeah, that's a good
1: one. She's uh, she fell on fire, man. She is now a crispy critter. You're right. Yes. You don't know.
2: No, we didn't see her die. Her. Yeah, and we didn't see her die. She could
3: she could've looped on out of there.
2: <laughs> she could've. Well shit,
4: everyone's
1: just luking the shit out of everything.
3: <laughs> Might as well.
1: All right, my black lung is going uh my black lung is gonna to go to uh Luke's forks projection after the battle, whenever Kylo realizes that he's not actually fighting Luke, he sticks his lightsaber. Directly into the chest of, of Luke's Force Ghosts or Force Projection.
3: Ky- Kylo channeled his inner uh, emperor and just started poking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he tried to kill him by poking him. <laughs> Doing so. these fancy moves isn't working, so let me just try poking
1: He's getting my black lung. Crowley,
3: who's got your head
2: lush? About my head lush goes to Ryan Johnson, who was obviously drunk the entire
3: time he fucking made this film. I knew it. Rob? Mine goes to Luke cuz if it ain't blue milk it's green milk. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: gross. Um mine's going to BB8 because uh that one dude tried to use him as a as a waiter for his or a table for his champagne. So
3: no, not not just not just a waiter. He also used him as a corporal. <laughs> I was going to say why why isn't yeah. that
2: guy getting the fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking headlash and award? And that the, guy was the
3: first tr- 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 oh, well like, deserving
1: of the headlash award. So I'll give it to both BB8 and whatever
3: that dude's name is.
1: All right. Uh Rob, who's got
3: your player? Uh, I gave it to Luke uh for for uh force ghosting Kylo Ren. Or just straight-up ghosting Kylo Ren. Oh. Crowley? Uh,
2: I gave it to the worst character in the history of all characters, Rose, who plays no uh, fucking—she's just stupid. She's just dumb. She's a useless character. It's fucking stupid bullshit. Uh, For saving uh, uh, Finn, who was trying to save—like, here's the thing. like He was trying to save everybody, and she's like, Nope, I don't want you to save everybody because I'd rather have your dick inside me. I don't so think I'm he would have made it. I'm going yeah. to stop. You don't know that. I think he was going to make it.
3: I don't think so. I don't he think so. He was so far off. So His I, she,
2: ship she, was no, already cooking that, around him. Nah, he was fine. He would have made it. Uh, so she she basically put everyone else in harm's way to get that sweet, sweet Finn Dick.
1: He's going to give her a nice, refreshing drink of Dickens
2: Cider. Yes. Dickens Cider. It's it's almost uh Thanksgiving, thanks to time travel. So, uh, you know, a hot Dickens cider just hits the spot. <laughs> That's an old bit from uh Bob and Tom. Yes, it is.
3: It, yeah. Did you just Did you just use time travel? I did use willingly? time travel. You should be Look, hey, Merry Christmas. He used it incorrectly
1: because next week would be Christmas. So,
3: that's, I just that's said true. Merry no, Christmas, he went, I used time went, travel
2: to make him happy. Went. That's part of my Christmas gift to Rob, along with the shit in the box that is still en route to
3: Rob's house. He, he went back in time, though. That was kind of nice. So my player is also going
1: to go to Rose for dragging or convincing. Well, she didn't really even convince him. She just dragged him to the casino planet, uh, Finn. And, uh, yeah, she pretty much just dragged Finn everywhere. Dragged him to the casino planet. Dragged him to jail, dragged him out of jail, onto the <laughs> if, the, the if giant Finn, puppy, uh, dragged uh, him onto if, the... Yeah, she dragged him everywhere, so she's sure. getting my player.
3: Yeah, yeah, if Finn had long hair, he, she'd probably be dragging him by that. True. Uh, Crowley, the who's got K, your purple man. hippo?
2: Kathleen Kennedy for this shit show of fucking 7, 8, and 9. Okay. And everything else associated with fucking Star Wars, and she joined. Fuck her. Rob? Stupid. It's dumb.
3: Uh, Ray in the dark side cave That was a bit of a mind trip Yeah that's who's getting mine as well Or or as I like to call it The black anus The black anus
2: I think that was a, a, a metaphor For the echo chamber that these assholes Are in as they sit down and write this movie
1: You're probably right <laughs>
2: <laughs> You said that With so much defeat in your voice You have made my day <laughs> This is like, ah,
3: you're probably right.
2: All right, any final <laughs> thoughts, guys?
3: I can't feel my teeth.
2: Is James back yet?
3: I, one more week. I hope so. One more week. Soon, soon,
2: <laughs> soon. Has anybody heard from him?
4: <laughs>
2: no, no. Oh
3: my God, uh, he, he might so be dead. Far,
2: like he's gone down the fucking uh, stalker rabbit hole. Like I, he bought a bunch of camo, and he just said, "No one can see me now."
3: Oh my God.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked
3: up. He's going to be no good to us now. All right. He's probably camouflaged like a like a, uh, Christina Hendrix's, uh couch. <laughs> <laughs> like, right up on a couch, just like. Uh, all <laughs> you see these eyes darting back and
1: forth. <laughs> all right, so next week, we are going to give you a Christmas present of our own, and that will be our review of... The Rise of Skywalker, yes. We're going to go see it on opening day. Uh, we're going to record the day after I'm that. It Saturday,
2: not opening day. Shut up. You're welcome. Uh, we're, I almost said you're welcome, America, but, yeah, you know, we're international. You're welcome, world.
1: That's right. So, Merry Christmas to you, or Happy Holidays if, uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas,
3: which God, is fine. You just piss some people off that are Jewish.
1: <laughs> I said Happy <laughs> Holidays,
3: so fuck off. America. Happy Hanukkah. Or Kwanzaa, whatever Kwanzaa. winter
1: celebration that you decide winter to Winter solstice. I don't
3: happy, fucking know. Happy Easter day. All right. Of now December. that we have no more listeners. No. Happy <laughs> December twenty fifth day. That is
2: a day. Congratulations. It is. Is a day.
1: Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. Reads this. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can learn. <laughs> God damn it! I hate you. <laughs> You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at EarGlueMedia.com forward slash Discord, on Twitter at Satis underscore podcast, or email us at smoking and drinking space at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, become a Patreon supporter by going to EarGlueMedia.com forward slash Satis Patreon, and be sure to check out all of the other excellent podcasts at EarGlueMedia.com, Rob's a dick. This goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours and might not be shared by EarGlue Media or anyone else for that matter. Now, make sure to uh, write in and tell us uh, how you scored on uh, Crowley Ramp Bingo, because we really want to know. And
3: uh, for this week, I'm Jason. So if Chris Pratt, as Star-Lord, can survive being ejected into space... So can Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. Suck it, Crowley. God
2: damn it. Do I really have to go see Episode 9?
3: Yes, you do. And we'll
1: talk to you next week.
3: I didn't hear it. Fuck you. Uh, Let me get to the right notes here. With a tainted lightsaber.
2: (laughs) 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 Yes. I want a song, tainted lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) Tainted lightsaber.
3: (laughs) Sometimes I feel
2: I've got to. I'm so sad that you know that fucking song.
3: Get away, I've
2: got to. And then instead of the bonk bonk, you just hear vroom, (laughs) vroom.